0: Hello everybody and welcome to your latest Bike Sizer. It is Friday the 14th of July. My name is Dan Club and I'm here to talk through some of the latest in the world of Liverpool Football Club and it's been a pretty chaotic 24 hours or so, it's fair to say. Pretty much out of nowhere, Liverpool look like they could be losing Jordan Henderson and Fabinho in that midfield rebuild that we've been talking about for weeks on end could be about to get a whole lot bigger. And yet. it's... It has been a bit of a whirlwind, I suppose, in many senses. The Jordan Henson stuff kind of emerged earlier on in the week and it was kind of shut down quite quickly. I don't think anyone really expected it to materialize into anything, but as the days have gone on, it's become more and more abundantly clear that the captain could well be heading to Saudi Arabia. And the latest on this comes from Fender the Show, Neil Jones, and his substack. He said within that so Jordan Henson has made it clear that he wants to leave Liverpool for Al Etifah with the club wanting a quick resolution. Now, on top of that, as well, just before I came on air, James Pierce of The Athletic. Tweeted that a three-year contract has been verbally agreed. Jordan Henson's future now hinges on Al Etifak negotiating a transfer fee with Liverpool Football Club. James goes on to say Liverpool intend to stand firm because they were planning on next season with him on board and won't let him go cheaply. And he also goes on to say there's been no bid as of yet. Um, It's cool to see that we are going to stand firm on this one. I know a lot of people... On Thursday, when it first sort of muted, that it could be a 10 million fee, it could be a 20 million fee, it could even have been for free at one point as well. It appeared like, and a lot of people were kind of just accepting the fact that we just take whatever fee was on the table for Jordan Henderson. But I think, from a club perspective, we should be trying to extract the best possible value from Henderson and indeed Fabinho, because this isn't a normal market anymore. This is Saudi Arabian clubs coming. Pretty much at the eleventh hour, trying to take our captain because Liverpool are jetting off to Germany tomorrow at time of recording, and the captain is supposed to be on that flight. I assume as is Fabinho. So all of a sudden, for Saudi clubs to come in and just think they can just take him off here, as well as another key player, for like any price, doesn't feel right to me. Like Liverpool's plans were for Henderson to be playing. Therefore, we should demand the highest possible figure because we need to go and replace him. And also, why do we need to sell him? This isn't Thiago, who's got 12 months left on his deal. It isn't Joel Matip, even, who's also got 12 months left on his deal. It's Jordan Henson, who's got two years left on his deal. So I'm glad that Liverpool are playing hardball a little bit with this and aren't just going to let another football club walk away with the captain. I think that's the right stance to take. And ultimately, I think if Henson's made it clear that he wants to leave that's a thing in itself and I think ultimately we should sort of bow down and eventually sort of shake hands and let him leave the football club but it has to be for the right fee and whatever that is Liverpool have got in mind that's what we should be getting Um, but like I say Jürgen Klopp isn't, want to go, isn't going to want a footballer who's made it abundantly clear that his future lies elsewhere he isn't going to want him around either for the remainder of the season so there's a real balancing act to be found here um, and hopefully we can come to some sort of agreement with all parties and get this deal done because like I say so close to pre-season starting and indeed the season is self-starting this isn't something we need rumbling on for too much longer we need a resolution to this pretty quickly um, but yeah like I say there's other factors Factors here, you know, leadership wise, Jordan Henson, for whatever you say about his performances last season, he is still a huge integral part of our leadership. Um, And being captain, we've just lost James Milner, the vice captain, as well. It's two big losses, and they'd be hard to replace in terms of what they do around the club. But hopefully, Jürgen Klopp's got people in mind. There's Virgil van Dijk, Andy Robertson, Soberslies, captain of Hungary. You know, there's, there's different leaders amongst them. Hopefully, they can step up. And indeed, people sort of below that pecking order can step up as well. But let's see how that one transpires. Um, and the next one I want to touch on is, of course, Fabinho. Now, Paul Joyce from The Times said Liverpool are set to receive a £40 million approach from Al Ittihad for the Brazilian midfielder, and he went on to say that that would indicate he is interested in leaving. So, 29 years old, on the back of what was a really, really poor season. But I do want to say that came on the back of what was a pretty hectic quadruple season for Fabinho. He played a lot of football in that campaign, and he never really got back up and running last season, it's fair to say. So, I think we all had expectations and hope that given a little bit of a rest, given a proper preseason under his belt, we would see Fabinho something like back to his best. And also, if you get an understudy in there, somebody to sort of take some minutes off him. When we did play Fabinho, he would get somewhere near to what we used to see from him. And let's be honest, you know, we're not a million miles removed from talking about him as being one of the better number sixes defensive midfielders in world football. So I think we're quick to forget that sometimes. And like I said with Henderson, the 40 million fee it feels to me like the sort of fee that we'd be looking to get if you wanted to sell him and if it's in the European market now we don't really want to sell him because again I imagine he was part of our plans for this season and it's a Saudi Arabian club so personally I'd be demanding more than 40 million for Fabinho but again we'll wait and see what happens on that one and again similar to what I said with Henderson if he's made it clear that he wants to leave I think we're best off finding a solution to that somehow that means he does of course leave the football club Um, yeah and I think the next stage of this really is how do we replace them now we've been linked with Lavia for a long time it felt like that move could happen regardless of outgoings but yeah I think since those two look like they could be heading out. We're going to have to sort of up the ante on our recruitment search. Um, Lavia could well still be involved, but we might have to go for somebody more established, a little bit more experienced, especially to fill the uh, the Fabinho void as a six. And Florian Plettenberg of Sky Sports Germany has claimed that Jörg Schmadke is keeping an eye on the situation of and Mönchengladbach midfielder Manu Kone, a player that's been heavily linked with Liverpool, already this summer and it felt like our interest in him waned a lot when he got injured for France in the recent European Championships he's under 21s now I did a quick look this morning and I think his manager in Germany has said that he'll be out until the start of August with that knee problem so it feels a risk Pursuing and potentially signing someone who's currently injured Doesn't feel like something we should be doing personally But clearly he's a player that they've identified as somebody they like He fits a lot of the criteria, ticks a lot of the boxes So if we can get genuine hard and fast assurances over his injury issues Maybe there's something in it But to me, like I say, it does feel like a bit of a gamble and he's somebody who's never played in the Premier League before, I just feel like there's better options, better, more established, better experienced and not injured options out there for us. So, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how our incomings go from here on out because there is going to have to be a dramatic shift in what we're trying to do if we lose two of our more established midfielders. (laughs) Um, next up I want to talk to you about a quick story which came from the male sport it's from Simon Jones and it claims that Wolves are targeting Kaveen Kelleher and Liverpool valued the goalkeeper at around 20 million now in terms of valuation I think that's probably in the right ballpark I might want slightly more than that myself but I think anything higher than that you'd be looking for a goalkeeper who's played a lot more football than Kelleher. I think ability-wise, he's worth more than that. He just hasn't got the masses of football under his belt to sort of stack it up and to make clubs want to pay any more. It's no surprise that Wolves will be going for him. I think they're linked. their goalkeeper's linked with a move away, Jose Sarr. So no huge shock for me. Probably the biggest shock is the fact he's not Portuguese um, and that they, they're exclusively all they buy, really, Wolves, isn't it? But yeah, Kelleher, outstanding goalkeeper. I'd like to keep him around. I guess it becomes increasingly difficult um, because he's getting older and Allison isn't getting any worse, quite frankly. So Keller's going to want to play football. I felt like the Europa League and offering him the group matches at least in that could be a, something that sways his decision-making. But again, it's difficult because he is very much a Premier League-level goalkeeper who Premier League opportunities are going to be hard to come by for him. So... Again, it's money in the coffers if it does happen. I don't think we'd go and sign a replacement for him personally. I think we'd be relatively at ease with keeping Adrian. It might mean someone like Pitaluga sticks around instead of going out on loan it's difficult like, if, if, God forbid Alisson did pick up any sort of injury and you were left with Adrian and a really inexperienced Pitaluga knocking around that becomes extremely difficult whereas as things stand if Alisson was to pick up a knock of any description Keller comes in and we're all at peace with that so it's, it's, again it's another balance knack for Liverpool but 20, 25 million in the back pocket, maybe put towards this midfield rebuild. Who knows? Um, But yeah, so Wolves want Kelleher. And finally, there's one final, rather strange story that I want to touch upon before I wrap up. And it comes from Italy and Tuto Mercato Webb. And it comes from Papa Diop's agent, Gerald Segu. Now, the Senegalese 19-year-old has recently got relegated with Zulter Warigam in Belgium. And the agent has claimed in an exclusive interview with the Italian outlet that towards the end of last season, while he was busy with the national team, we were contacted by Liverpool and we had preliminary meetings in Paris. He goes on to say that three French teams have also expressed their interest and Italian teams. And he ends the little segment by saying, let's see. What happens? He also says that they have some appointments in Germany next week. Now, 19 years old, he's got two Senegal under 23 caps. He hardly played last season in Belgium. Now, where this has come from in terms of our interest in him, I have no idea, quite frankly. He's described as a box-to-box midfielder, and other than that, I can't tell you loads about him. So, who knows? Maybe that's another name we'll see some more on, because the player's agent himself has told a rather reputable Italian outlet that Liverpool held meetings with him at the end of last season. So, yeah, that would be everything for Redmen bite size please stay tuned to Redmen TV because there's so much going on. This Henderson Fabinho saga rumbles on also who we might be looking to get in as replacements for those two. So yeah, stay tuned to everything Redmen TV and before I go, I just want to tell you that our brand new limited edition book Bobby Firmino Best in the World is available to pre-order now on Redmen merch and this obviously follows our wonderful Bobby Firmino Best in the World documentary that basically looks through the Brazilian strikers time at Hoffenheim, early On his career at Brazil, and of course his wonderful career at Liverpool, and the book is outstanding. And I'm not just saying that because I've wrote half of it. It genuinely is absolutely superb. So yeah, check it out. Get yourself a pre-order, and myself, Paul Machin, and Steve Hall will even sign one for you as well if you like. So yeah, how good is that? Anyway, I'll speak to you all again. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. very soon.